0: Hi, I'm Dave, and you're listening to Making Problems to Solve, the podcast about curiosity, creativity, and problem solving. Today, I'm talking to Wesley Trees, the sign maker and a space age style enthusiast. How are you doing?
1: Hello. Good. How are you?
0: I'm good. Thanks. So, I went back uh, in ancient history, and I was listening to when you were on Because We Make with Vincent Ferrari.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Awesome.
0: And and uh, you talked about um, collecting skills. That's one of your hobbies. So.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, because I get bored easily. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm always trying to figure out. I get an idea about something I want to make, and then I got to figure out how to do it.
0: Mm-hmm. So, and you'll just so then learn I gotta, a new skill? Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah then I got to, oh, I need to learn how to uh, lathe wood on a lathe. So... I, I guess I'll have to do that now.
0: Right. <laughs> sure. Um, I, that was one of the things I wanted to ask you about because you seemed like you have like like the ability to just make whatever kind of crazy idea comes in your head. Because if you look at your YouTube catalog, um, you know, you know, besides the signs, you know, there's a quite a wide range of different types of projects and focus.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. I just like to, I, I'm I'm more about the idea, um, than you know, like mastering any particular skill, like woodworking or anything. Um, you know, I I try I I I just want to see if I can do it, right. So, so yeah. I then I gotta, you know, like I said, I just gotta figure out what what skill I need to you know to learn to to make it happen, and. It's also a good way to uh, collect tools. <laughs> That's makes, true. Like, yeah, I gotta. I figure it out. You know, see how I can do it with what I've got. Uh, but every once in a while, you gotta, you, know, you gotta add something to your arsenal.
0: Right. Yeah. Expand your capabilities uh, for the next time. Yeah. Yeah. So I know you've been f- doing photography for a lot of your life. Was there any other sort of creative? Uh, pursuits that you were doing, uh,
1: I was I was writing. Um, I mean, my my I started out in in theater. That's what my degree is in. Okay. <laughs> um, there was a lot of, but that was a lot of. I was more of a techie, mm-hmm. uh, you know. So there was a lot of behind the scenes, you know, you know, set building, prop making, and you know, lighting that sort of thing, design, and uh, so that's kind of that's where I kind of started out but yeah I'd always been a photographer since I was a kid um and uh and I got into uh to writing um in the well let's see I don't know it was kind of gradual I mean I it, early 2000s was uh when I got my first book deal and then uh that turned into a whole thing too so
0: <laughs> those were your uh your the books uh, about the roadside attractions
1: yeah, roadside attractions and stuff. Uh, Weird Texas was the first one. It was, it was part of a series that was owned by a couple of guys in New Jersey. Uh, they had a deal with Barnes & Noble who did their own publishing at the time. Okay. Um, and that I did, I did two more after that, Arizona and Oklahoma, and uh, got to, you know, spend weeks on the road, you know, researching roadside attractions and digging up you know, weird legends and things. Um, and then that, driving through all those small towns, of course, I had my camera with me all, all the time, and I was shooting all of these attractions for the book. The books were, were heavily, a lot of graphics and photos in them. So, um, and then I started seeing all these, you know, roadside motels and signage and stuff. And, and that's about when the love for that started. And then, And then I wanted to make my own sign. So, you know, I learned how to do it. That's kind of led me along this path to where I am now doing YouTube. (laughs) Yeah, it's a a meandering road. So just kind of passing through several different, you know, uh, skills to end up here. Like I said, I get bored easily.
0: Yeah, it's like it's kind of like you're just circling around trying to figure out what... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the focus is you know and it's it's always changing but i think you know over time you can see there's definitely obviously looking in your background there um with your <laughs> the yep. stars in the background you have painted on your backdrop and you know a lot of your space themed stuff that you know you have developed um yeah no, like a style or you're known for that i think that a lot of your customers yeah, that at least are
1: Yeah Googie mm-hmm. style you know space age retro futuristic Kind of stuff that, yeah, yeah, I, I did. I would, you know, watch the Jetsons a lot when I was growing up. Sure. You know, lost in space. So, you know, I, you know, I was a big NASA nerd when I was a kid. Okay. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's I, I dig that style and it kind of, you know, works its way into a lot of what I do.
0: Cool. So were you interested in these, you said you kind of developed a, you know, your love of this type of objects through your work, uh, making the books like what sort of interest did you have in roadside attractions when you got the book
1: deal? Um, that was, I had, I, well, they found me because I was running a website at the time on, uh, on roadside attractions in, in Texas. And I, I forget I had started, it was the late nineties. I was, I was in college when I started, Uh, finding out about this stuff. It was like the internet was just becoming a thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I started finding out about some of these, you know, these oddball, you know, the world's largest, whatever, right. um, All over the place. And I I guess I just kind of, I guess I just kind of started reading about those and then visiting them and just found that I, I kind of love that stuff. And I don't remember any specific incident where I—I uh, I don't know. You got me thinking about it now. because I'm having haven't, haven't to think back that far. Uh, I know there was uh, there's a website, uh, uh, Roadside America, uh, which is still around, been around for at least a couple of decades now. Uh, I think maybe I had their book first. I had found their book. I think that may be what it is, but I kind of got to know those guys too. Um, Cause I was sending in tips and photos for them and stuff. And then, okay. Uh, yeah. kind of started my <laughs> own, kind of started my own thing. When I, uh, I moved back, I was, I lived out in California uh, for a couple of years in the late nineties and I moved back in 2000 and then, and then started my own website on, on, you know, roadside attractions, just in Texas, kind of had an idea of doing like a TV show and, um, but right. And I had talked to after my first book came out, I talked to a couple of producers, but they, they didn't seem to have much motivation in what they were doing. I think they're like, <laughs> hey, we want to do a TV show, uh, do a bunch of work and then get back to me like, what what are you contributing to this? <laughs> so <laughs> so it never it never really went anywhere. Yeah. Um, but then those guys, uh, Mark and Mark. I came across that website and asked if I wanted to work on that first book. And there were three of us on that first book, um, three contributors. They figured Texas is such a big state, they're going to have three different people work on it. Right. And they said, yeah, we're not going to do that again. Do you want to do another book? I went, yeah, sure. That's cool.
0: (laughs) That's great that they picked you. Um, That's interesting. (laughs) So back back in the ancient days of the Internet, you – we're sharing one of your interests and you were able to get like an opportunity for a creative project from that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I was, I was always a computer nerd. I had a, you know, I had a Vic 20. Yeah. You know, (laughs) and moved up to this Commodore 64. Um, And yeah, it was, yeah. When I was in college, um, they had, you could go to the library and get, you know, an account to, so you get your email address right. and get, and I forget it was some convoluted way. Like you had to go to the library and get, it was like a sheet of instructions on how to connect your computer through their servers to right. the internet. It was a whole thing back then. It wasn't yeah. as easy. Um, so, and then, yeah. And then I started doing, uh, you know, started playing on, you know, Photoshop and doing graphics and learning how to do web design and, like a lot of makers, apparently, uh, I was in web development uh, in the early days. I know, I know David Petuto was, and mm-hmm. uh, um, who else? I know there's several people. Uh, Bob also. Bob. Uh, yeah, Bob. Yeah, Bob. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I just for some reason a lot of us. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people doing that.
0: Yep. Yeah, I just talked to someone last week, and they're like a print making artist but also they do web stuff still um, <laughs> in the modern yeah. day uh, for their, you know, their day job. Um, so that's, um, that's common. And I've, you know, I did web stuff and I actually still do as one of my jobs, you know, and I've done that for oh, okay. over 20 years. So that's interesting. So were you totally self-taught on the web design and all that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I uh, looked up how to do HTML and, you know, back when it was back, back when the blink tag was a thing course. And, yeah. yeah, <laughs> And yeah, I don't know. A lot. I've fallen. I've, well, I, I, I did my own websites. I always get some weird idea for, for a website. <laughs> i developed built several websites over the years. And at some point, I just kind of I well, I stopped doing that. When I moved back here, I was doing it freelance for a couple of years, and then just stopped when I started working on the books. And I still did some stuff, uh, and I learned some PHP. Um, but like now, I look I look at CSS now, and I don't understand any of it. Right? Yeah, it's it, it moves so, quick. <laughs> yeah, it's gotten so uh, complicated, and there's so much control. There's like you can do math in the CSS now and stuff, and it's oh yeah, yeah, it's nutty, and I just don't understand it.
0: Right? Yeah, I mean you can't you can't know everything, and that's it. That knowledge moves so fast, you know, if you think about it, yeah. um, making stuff, you know, if you learn the basics, so like woodworking, metalworking, stuff like that, you can use those forever. Um, you can, you know, there are new tools, there's new things, uh, you know, obviously yeah. there's a lot of digital tools, but the digital tools aren't as different, I think, than, you know, the way just the programming and all that moves. So,
1: Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, because I got I mean I got this you know this uh this laser cutter, and I've been learning how to use that. Um, It's been it's been relatively easy so far, but I'm sure there's you know there's other things that I'm going to get into that that I'm going to have to learn little nuances. Right, especially with like 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 CNC. Yeah, I love yeah people the people who say anybody who says uh, you know CNC you know, like having a CNC router, cutting something on an X-Carve or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. doesn't take any skill, has never used one. Of course. You, you know they've never used it because there is there is a learning curve to, to using a, a CNC router. Um, you know, it's hard to explain to somebody because I you know, think, oh, you just use that, make your design and you upload it to the thing and it just cuts it out for you. It's like, yeah, but if you don't know what, if you don't know your chip loads and feeds and speeds and... and you know, your appropriate bits and, and how to, you know, uh, there's a hundred, you know, little things you got to know how right. to work to get it to, to do it right. You know, all kinds of V carving and I'm I'm always going in and like, you know, uh, fixing up the, the, uh, the tool paths and, right. you know, making it really efficient and yeah. And then it'll, yeah. it'll still go wrong.
0: <laughs> of course. Yeah. You have to design the project specifically to work well with whatever CNC tool you're using. Yeah. Um, so you know it's a it's it's just a totally different thing. You like if you were gonna cut something with a handsaw, you would desi- build it a certain way, and if you were gonna <laughs> use a CNC, you would do it. You know, it would be different. So yeah, yeah. Do you remember like what made you think that um, you could teach yourself how to build a web page where you just figured you know curious or (laughs) i
1: i guess it was yeah i i know it was because i i recall sitting in my little my little one-bedroom apartment uh in college which which by the way was my rent was 425 (laughs) dollars
0: amazing (laughs) that was was probably expensive
1: for for a night for a nice it was actually a pretty decent one bedroom um that's how old I am. Um, mm-hmm. I remember sitting in that in there, like typing away and learning how to do uh, graphics. And but I don't I don't remember what resources I had at the time. It may have been something I got at at the uh, at the college library. I should mute my phone. Mm-hmm. Who is texting me? Mute phone. There we go. Um, All right. it was probably some online, you know, resource or something yeah. that I looked it up and it was, yeah, I mean, you know, it was, it was really basic at the time. You just learn, right. you know, a certain number of tags and that's when you mm-hmm. were trying to lay everything out with tables, right? The wrong way to do yeah, you're it. Right. I guess it, it was not, was there wasn't that many options. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, it wasn't even, yeah, CSS wasn't even a thing at the time. Right. So yeah. So I guess I, I just, a lot of what I've done is, has been self-taught, right? I just, I get an interest and I go, how does a person make that happen? Let me, let me find out. And it's a lot, yeah, it's a lot easier now with, you know, you know, plenty of online tutorials, YouTube and stuff. And right. um, There's a lot more resources. Yeah. Um, 20 years ago, it was hard to find, you'd find old books, right? You know, like (laughs) electronics was, I wanted to, I really wanted to learn electronics when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, this is way before you didn't have Arduinos and stuff. So so I pick up a book about electronics. I'm gonna learn I just wanted to make like some LEDs blink or something, you know. Right.
0: Simple circuit. And so yeah. you
1: open up the book and, and it's you know, let's learn about resistors. Resistors yeah. were first invented in mm-hmm. and they would talk about Mylar film and, and the chemistry, and I'm like, this is getting me nowhere. It'd be like yeah. four chapters and you still you've not built anything. That's very so, really interesting. Yeah, it was it was just impossible <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yep. The little I had one of those little. Did you have one of those wooden? It was in a wooden box. It was a little kit, and you. would It had the little springs. The
0: springs yep. It'd be like
1: light, yeah, and you stick the jumper wires in the springs and make the, you know, you connect. The, I can't even remember what the stuff. I remember there was a light yeah. and there was a buzzer. Yeah, um, but yeah, I had one of those. That was about as far. That was that was our Arduino. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. But it, yeah, if yeah, I I can't even imagine what i would have done if i had had access to the kind of things that you know kids have access to now with i mean because you can pull just about anything off i would have i had a big interest in like uh like movie props and stuff you know just like the design of of sci-fi stuff right and i wanted to make cool things like that which is something i still want to do um you know, but back then, I just – I gave up because I couldn't even make an LED flash. Had no idea, had no idea how to do it and yep. couldn't find a resource for it. So, Right. Yeah, I remember –
0: because I remember I had a book and I was reading the electronics book and I can't remember which one it was. Um, I wish I still had it. But, yeah, and it just – I was reading it and I would read it again and it was just incomprehensible. You yeah. know, and I had like, – so, that's – I've never – gotten too far into electronic stuff i mean i understand the basics of it um but yeah, they were yeah, I by, never, by never engineers yeah yeah exactly
1: who, who didn't uh, yeah where <laughs> where it's you know it was that the old school thinking where oh you want to you want to build a thing well first you gotta well let start at the very beginning and you know learn yeah. how to you, you want to learn how to make a wooden box well first you got to learn how to sharpen a saw like
0: No, first you have to learn how to grow a tree. (laughs)
1: Yeah, and it's it was always a even as a kid, I recognized that was a terrible way to learn because you know you just get bored of it. You know, Mm -hmm. show me, get me to where I can make a cool thing. Then I go, holy crap, I made a thing! Uh, Now, how now? And then I'll then I'll step back a little bit and learn a little more how to refine it the way I want. I've always worked that way best you know make a thing and i may not understand every atom of what went into it but i can always go i've got a frame of reference now and i understand what can be done you know now i can go back and and learn you know more of the details if i want to
0: yep yeah i think if you talk to a lot of the people who i've talked to on this show or other people who are online makers you'll see a lot of people who learn that same way. They just learn incrementally. They just learn enough information to get to the next step. And then they move forward until they get stuck. Then they're like, okay, yeah. now it's time to learn something new, <laughs> you know, but you don't do all the research and figure out and solve all the problems before you even start.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause I, I, just like the first sign I made, I just made an arrow sign with some, some bulbs that chased sure. and, You know, I had no idea. I just looked up, tried to find a place where I could get some aluminum sheet and went and got some aluminum sheet. I didn't learn all the different alloys of aluminum sheet first. (laughs) I didn't learn every technique of cutting aluminum and how you, when you do this. And I just, I learned about pop rivets and went cool and, you know, and went to town. I didn't have to learn every method of joining aluminum first you know, before I make a thing and right. I just bought a, you know, I found online a, a thing that would make bulbs chase and just plug that in and then later learn to make my own circuit boards because it didn't do everything I wanted to. So, right. You know, you got, I got to get excited about it to, you know, so, Ooh, what else can I do? Oh, okay. Oh, I got to back up and learn a little bit of code first. Right. Okay. Now I can make, okay. Now I can do that. Now I can make it even better. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, I want to, I don't want to, you know, study for three years before I can create something. Right. But you'll get the, you get a lot of the old school guys who are just like, you you know, like you're not allowed to do it that way. You need to, yeah, yeah. you got to do the apprenticeship first. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, sweep my shop floor for the first month before you can right. move up to that. Like, well, no, we don't have to do that anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're starting to be the old school guys though. So.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's all going to be AI.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll see. Hope. <laughs> That'll definitely yeah. be an interesting change, but I don't have anything uh, useful to say about that. Really, I don't think at this point.
1: Yeah. Um, no. Yeah, it's a lot of hype. Well, everything. Well, it's like it's like any any buzz. Everything is AI now. Everything, you know, any any like advanced programming, they'll just they call everybody calls it AI now because it's a big deal. So.
0: Right. Yeah. Stuff that was just, uh, you know, a normal computer program is now AI. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's all. uh, (laughs) So it's so
0: hard to understand the, like what exactly they're talking about or what's behind it. Um, But anyway, let's not talk about that. Yeah, (laughs) Um, Because they were going to talk about creativity and that's the opposite of that. Right. uh, I'm curious. So when did you get interested in theater? Because I have seen that there's these common themes that I end up finding with people and photography is very common. Um, photography, music, theater. Um, and then what's the other one trying to remember? Oh, well, skateboards. Uh (laughs) Oh,
1: I never learned how to skate. I, my two best friends when I was a kid were skaters. One of them built a half, uh, he built a half pipe in his backyard. Of course. I never learned how to skate. Like I, yeah. like I I didn't I I didn't even really have the the, the spare money to buy a board sure. that was probably part of it, yeah, but me too. even like I could just never figure out how to balance on the thing. I've got a I got video of me somewhere when I was like fourteen, completely biting it on his half board. I should dig yeah. that up. It's uh, funny I
0: got interested in that. Um, then my son has skateboards and stuff, and he left a bunch of them here at our house. And I watched a bunch of videos on how to learn how to skateboard as an adult, <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I started doing it. And then I almost almost died, so then I
1: stopped uh, messing. Yeah. around. just just my driveway. <laughs> that's that's one of my regrets is not having learned how to, yeah. how to actually do it. I wish I I wish I had. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah, asked about theater. Is this is do you? Is this video? Are you using the video? Does the video go up anywhere? Um, no, it's not recorded. For this. No. Okay. For those listening. Yeah. I, I have my, I have my fine fanta- for my fantastic mid century background. Yeah. It looks great. My, it's my heat barrier in front of my, my shop door.
0: That's right. Um, yeah. It's cool.
1: So, which makes right. a big difference. People, people, people I got in so many arguments on this in the comments. Oh, if people it was are like, there's work? no way. Yeah. yeah. There's no way that works. It doesn't work. Like, yeah, believe me, this thing, it works. Yeah. It's, I guess again for those listening, it's got a. I have a big roll-up shop door, which faces west, so it gets a lot of sun and it heats up. Just radiates all that in. So I built these panels, these great big panels that fold away, that have uh, insulation board and a radiant barrier on the inside, and it reflects a lot of that heat back the other direction, so it's not heating up the rest of my shop. Just so people know what I'm talking about, <laughs> I have a video on that, and it was very controversial because a lot of people did not understand the uh, the, the uh, you know heat exchange dynamics. Right. So, um, sorry, I got off on a whole thing. Theater, you asked about theater. How did I get interested? I actually do remember this. Um, I was I was switching. Schools, and I had to choose. I had to choose some elective. Okay. And this was in high school. It was eleventh uh, grade, and a friend of mine who went to a different school, um, took tech theater. Uh, at his and, and I was like, oh, that sounds cool. And so that's what I did. I just, when I switched schools, I decided to try out tech theater. And, you know, learned about, you know, you know, set building and, and, uh, fly systems and, you know, all of that stuff. And that, that, that point, I remember that because that point changed my life because I met, uh, the friends I made in high school, like two of them are still friends of mine. And, uh, it, it, just, it became a, a theme. I actually, when I went to college Um, I I got more into more into directing um, from there but yeah I was still more of a behind the scenes kind of person but I I never I never went anywhere with it because I didn't know you know I didn't see like a career in it Um, right so when I graduated I had learned how to do websites and, and print design and and then got a, a job out in California. So it just, but I had always had an interest in like it, it, like doing uh, video work. Okay. Um, so that was, it was kind of connected with that, the sort of, you know, technical side of that uh, with performance, and making stuff up. And, uh, you know, we had one of those old VHS camcorders Of course. I was a kid and I was always doing, you know, dumb little videos and stuff. Um, And then that kind of carried forward. It was, I was always trying to do video actually uh, with a lot of the stuff I was doing. When I was working on those books, I was shooting vlogs uh, on the road. And my, my plan was to put those up on YouTube. And I did put a couple up there. You can't find them now because they're terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was just so much like at the time, uh, just the editing, you had to have like a perfectly balanced computer to be able to really, you know, do the editing. Right. Uh, yeah, you know, this was 20 years ago. So, and I never could quite get it all working correctly. So it was slow and I didn't have the discipline to do all the editing and keep everything going, you know, and I wasn't getting any views on, you know. You're hoping you get a bunch of views right off the bat. I just had no motivation for it, but somehow that ended up turning into what I'm doing now. And I don't, that's, that part's fuzzy. I don't really remember. Uh, I remember some of the first videos I made, but I don't, I don't know why I decided to start doing that specifically. I think maybe I had seen some of Jimmy's videos already um uh, but yeah it's 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 always bugged me that i can't remember the catalyst for for how i started the, the maker channel
0: oh that's that's interesting because i do usually ask people that and i'm <laughs> always curious um and you know because i remember exactly what video like changed my life or whatever <laughs> and it was a jimmy Dresta video um
1: it, w- it was, it was?
0: Int- yeah yeah, because was, it was the one where he was carving the aluminum axe handle on the so, bandsaw. Oh,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the one that everybody said was going to kill him. Right. Yeah, yeah I, just throw his hands or something.
0: Sure. And I was, I just was amazed that you could do that because um, I've always loved bandsaws. But for like, you know, I used it in the middle school and then whatever, 25, 30 years later, I'm like, oh, you can go buy a bandsaw and just have one in your garage. <laughs> right. <laughs> From, you know, so... So then I started watching every other maker and then, all you know, it all turned into this crazy thing we're doing right now. So, um, so I'm curious though, do you remember I'm trying, like the maker community, like aspect of that? Because a lot of people like, cause I've made a bunch of videos and shared them without any kind of idea that, Oh, people are actually going to watch these. or I'm going to become a YouTube you know, video content creator as a job yeah. or anything, but at the time, and it's probably around the same time. Just a lot of people were doing that. Look, where these were small creators who had you know like a hundred subscribers, but they were still making videos just because it was a fun way to find other people and you know just become part of this community.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, I know. I know one of my first. See, I must have seen uh, – I knew who Jimmy was uh, because it wasn't my first video, but it was my first my first hit. I'd have to go back and look. It may have been like my th- third or fourth video maybe I did on making – how to make a circuit board at home. Okay. Which, which at the time while I was doing my videos, uh, I wasn't appearing on camera. I was showing – I was just kind of showing – uh, I was, I was trying to tell a, the story of how something got made without, without using any words, just showing, you know, through visuals. Um, right. And, and I remember I, I tweeted that at, at Jimmy and he retweeted it. Wow. Cool. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So I, I remember, so I, 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 I that's how I know I had seen his videos, but I don't know who else I was familiar with or even what I was looking for when I came across them or whatever. I, I just don't remember. I'm sure I was looking up how to kind to make something specific and, and then just started finding certain people. Um, and then, and I, I think, yeah, uh, Jimmy had his podcast, making it, uh, uh, with with bob and david um when i first went i went to my first maker fair uh and i cannot remember what year that was because the last <laughs> five years are, are a complete blur um yeah, i understand it was this where was it oh yeah it was it was the bay area maker fair um which was the second to last one that they had. So whatever year that was. Um, and then that's when I actually met some people in person and I like started getting to know some people and, and hanging out, um, like ran, ran across West Swain. We knew about each other cause we had the first same first name okay. and he, <laughs> he introduced me and okay, went like everybody knows West. Mm-hmm. Um, and and wes like help makes connections. You know, you know, if how did you meet this guy? Oh, Wes introduced me. You know, you hear that a lot. And yeah, and he introduced me to some of the people there at, at the Maker Fair, and then um I ended up staying with how did that happen? Uh, Paul Jackman's Paul Jack, yes, yeah, Paul Jackman's wife. Is that right? I can't remember how, the, how it happened, but, uh, they invited me to stay. They, they got an Airbnb at the one in New York, uh, the next year. Oh, okay. And for some reason asked me, uh, if I wanted to, to get in on that. Um, and I can't remember exactly. I guess, I guess Paul probably knew who I was, knew me from my channel, um, because I didn't know them in person very well. Uh, so, so I, I roomed with them in New York and then, yeah, I mean, you know, you just start you know developing these relationships with everybody, getting to know them in person and stuff. Um, and it's been, yeah, it's been a, a whole journey. And then of course, maker camp, you know, which is its right. own. I mean, if you want to get to know the makers, go to maker camp. Of course.
0: Can't argue with that. It's, um, magical place um yeah i'm super lucky that it's only like 55 minutes away from my house
1: so <laughs> oh yeah that is lucky. it's yeah it no I, it's amazing. a two-day drive for me
0: yeah <laughs> yeah i remember I, yeah i still like to drive out, the out there one, yeah
1: yeah i yeah i still like to yeah that was last minute too because uh, i wasn't gonna go i had i actually had a ticket to see um, uh who was it it was uh um uh, it was Jack White. I forget which band though. No, it was a, uh, it was a tours, I think. Um, and I, I decided, I decided to sell the ticket and go to maker camp instead. Uh, and drove all the way up there. And yeah, it's quite a drive, but you know, I'll, I'll stay for, for a little while and hang out. And, you know, like last year, I, I stayed at Jimmy's for you know, a lot longer than I, right. Yeah. I nervous had, in, had intended me to. And, uh, <laughs> But no, I just yeah, I like, you know, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go up there, I like to spend a little time. I got to see if I can, you know, uh, hook Jimmy into another project this year. I
0: think that's a great idea. Would be yeah. fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I look forward to it. That,
1: that's only how far how far away is that? That's two months or oh, not two even months. Yeah, yeah, it's no, no, two, months two months? Yeah, it's just about two months. Yeah.
0: Wow. it's yeah. the 10th and it'll be over I think on the 9th so <laughs> it's just like yeah yeah
1: so, yeah, yeah it's, it's just so September
0: months. and then a week of October and we'll be at maker camp
1: so, right yeah, yeah I've got like five videos I gotta do amazing yeah I so I measure time and what videos are due
0: <laughs> that makes sense because uh that's what you do um I'm curious so li- listening to your history um, did you have any substantial, like regular jobs or have you been able to turn I, all I've these different s- things into creative outlets, uh, along the way?
1: I have been self-employed since 2013. No, I'm sorry. T- not 2013, 2000, 2003, I think. Wow. Yeah. Cause I, when I came back from California, I'll give you the quick history. Graduate college. I'm working at Kinko's. friend of mine gets me a job out in California doing web development. Uh, take that job. I moved out to California. That guy was the guy who ran that place was a. Whatever word, bad word you would like to use for him. I welcome you to. <laughs> um, and uh, left that job. I got a different one out there. He turns out he was embezzling by the way, uh, of course. Yeah. And moved back to Texas and I started doing freelance web design and then started working at, uh, CBS, uh, on, I was on the, on the news crew there where I did that for, I think almost three years. So yeah, it would have been 2003. I left to, to do my first book and I've, I've been self-employed ever since. Wow. That's great. Yeah, I never could do the office thing. The office thing was killing me. That's why. I, that's why I quit and moved back. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, it's I've never made a ton of money, but you know, I've I haven't had to, you know, have a boss or, you know, I can decide which clients I want to take and, you know, and it's I can kind of find my own way and it's starting to work out cool it's yeah. starting to go somewhere
0: that's good 30 years and then now it's starting to work
1: yeah <laughs> yeah i'm just i'm just waiting for my inheritance and then i can really you know that's a thing
0: <laughs> it's one way i can really, really do build it. my business <laughs> yeah for sure that's that's super cool. Um, I love the, you know, you were able to, do, what did you do on the news crew? Were you a, uh, behind the scenes?
1: I was, well, I started out as the, uh, I ran the teleprompter. Cool. All right. Um, and it was, which was, a. It, it's, it's a stressful because it, it's, uh, you know, it's in Dallas, which is like, which is like a top 10 market. Right. For, yeah. Big market for news. So it was, it's a big deal. Um, you know, you, Every single broadcast is the most important broadcast. If any minor thing goes wrong, you get in so much trouble. It's like, yeah, that, that was, after a while, you just kind of have to get numb to that because, like, they get mad every show. Right. Uh, but it turns out I was a pretty good prompter operator. I was the That was my mistake was I did it too well. Yeah. Uh, like the guy, you know, like every big market has their... I mean, well, any any area, any city has their news guy that everybody knows who's been doing it for forty years. You know, mm-hmm. uh, ours was uh, Tracy Rowlett, who had been working there. I grew up; I was a kid watching Tracy Rowlett on the news. But I became too good of a prompter operator, and I think he was requesting me to stay on prompter. <laughs> because,
0: right, so you couldn't get a promotion.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it took a bit, but eventually, I was uh, I was on. Uh, I was a camera operator. I switched to mornings for a long time, which was, we had to be there at like 4.15 in the morning. Wow. Um, yeah. And then, and I, I was floor director on occasion. Um, you know, that's the guy who's really responsible for, you know, everything that happens out on the floor. So um, yeah, it can be stressful morning. The morning, morning show was a little better because all the important people hadn't actually gotten into the building quite yet right yeah so they, they, do were, their 11 o'clock they weren't news, watching so. <laughs> yeah they weren't watching as closely
0: <laughs> that's really interesting and that you know and again kind of you know the theater background working with that type of you know I mean, it's all vaguely related and
1: interesting yeah video and yeah, all, yeah yeah all the you know it's all you know performance it's all putting on a show
0: yep And that's what you do now so i i I'm curious you make uh, a bunch of signs for uh, the um, four brothers drive-ins in New York
1: yeah yeah uh, and I'm curious was, how
0: you how you got hooked up with that it's a little bit far uh
1: <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> you- i don't know he yeah the guy uh one of the brothers um contacted me out of out of nowhere i I don't know how he found out about me i i sold i mean i was you know, I had stuff, I had an Etsy shop. I a lot of interior designers found me that way. That's how I started doing bars and restaurants and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how he found me. And it's been like 10 years now. I'm not even sure he remembers because I think I asked him at one point. Um, but it was it was total coincidence that that drive-in is an hour from Jimmy's place. Yeah. Um, which, I, I mean, I, I did that for... I think I, I did a bunch of stuff for, for him for several years before I realized it. And uh, so I've been there. I've been there a couple of times now uh, while I was up in the area. Last time was to come get some measurements for something. That was that was, that was last October. Uh, I got measurements for something that he wanted built that I still haven't built. So I may, uh, I may contact him and say, hey, uh, if you could wait another six weeks I'll just come out and build it in Jimmy's shop and then that'll save you the shipping. So yeah, that'd be be fun. (laughs) Yeah. I got to ask Jimmy first. Of course. Um, Yeah. You can just just
0: go in there. He won't notice.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, I think I'm just going to show up and I'm just going to be in there one morning, you know, using his tools. I don't think he will care.
0: Nope. I think that, yeah, he's, he's probably used to it by now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, you know, borrowed so many of his tools and, uh, yeah, just working in his shop was was great because I brought a bunch of stuff with me to build that sign. Um, for or for anybody who, who doesn't know, it's uh, after Maker Camp last year. Uh, it's something Jimmy and I had been talking about for a couple of years, building a great big sign for his new huge shop. Uh and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, we can do neon. He's like, yeah, neon. And uh, we can do, you want to do some chasing bulbs? He's like, yeah, do the chasing bulbs. And we'll make it, we'll make, it really, we'll make a great big arrow, a really big, yeah, huge arrow. It's just like, yep. he was into any of it, anything I wanted to do. So I just went all out. It's like 12 and a half feet tall. This huge arrow that says, uh, welcome all makers. I got, yeah, I got one of my stickers here.
0: Yeah, those, those are and, cool. Uh,
1: <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so I, so I just, I ended up staying after Maker Camp and staying at his place and building a, a big, he built the frame before I got there and then uh, built a bunch of, you know, spent a bunch of time just building this giant sign, which was a lot of fun. And I, I got to talk to him again because it's, it's supposed to be hung up on the outside. Yeah, that was I think attention. it's time. Yeah, he had to, he had to redo some, uh, uh, like the side, the side where it was going to go, there was a drop off. So we had to regrade that whole thing to mm-hmm. get a crane over there, but I think that's done now. Yeah. So we may do, I want to do like a, a thing where we get a bunch of people to go over there one evening and just, you know, celebrate and have, you know, watch the thing being hung up. Be a lot yeah.
0: Fun. Either before or after maker camp, I think you could definitely yeah. make that happen. So that's cool. But just uh, email Patrick and tell him to get the uh, electric ready for it.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Cause yeah, that I way you just him. plug it in when it's up there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when I was when I had all the electrical done, which the elect just the electrical on that took me like two days because there was so much stuff in it.
0: Yeah, it's, and, if you look inside, there's a lot of wires.
1: Yeah, I had I had Patrick come over. Uh, Patrick is is Jimmy's electric guy. He's like the he's he's the electrician to the YouTube stars. And uh, that's right. I brought him over, and I'm like, okay, let me show you what I did here, because once I leave, this is your responsibility.
0: <laughs> that's right. Cool. What did he comment on your work or did you ask him not to?
1: <laughs> he didn't know. I asked him if everything looked good to him and he's like, yeah, it looks fine. So cool. Yeah. Again, That's self-taught on all of that. So yeah, it was, I was, yeah, I'm real big on making sure everything is like neat and tidy and like there's not a lot of slack and everything's zip tied away. Perfect. Yeah. So you can see, yeah. Just to make sure, because even like, I'll come back to something I did, some sign or something and I don't remember as soon as i'm done with a project i'll I'll forget the details i make so many notes so i make sure that like my work is good and tidy and labeled so Uh so when i come back to it i understand what i was doing because i would have no idea
0: that's good you have a lot of respect for the future you so (laughs) not a lot of people uh have that
1: (laughs) yeah it yeah just yeah every like every project i i just like just a plain text file on Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know i write down my procedures and things because you know i have to do another run like i'm doing another run of these uh these ray gun panels that i'm doing i I made sure once i had that procedure figured out uh i made sure i wrote it all down that way i can go back to it which i'm doing right now and i can go "Uh, oh wait do i do this first do i do that first because the order is very important yeah, So that I don't screw something up. Uh, and I'm already having to go back to my notes to make sure.
0: Cool. I was going to ask you about that because I know you did you did those giant block prints that you made on the CNC. And then now you're making these ray guns. You're doing um, like multiple of the same object. Uh, have you done a lot of that stuff before? Or were these kind of uh,
1: introductions? Well, my, introduction first, my first product. Well, I did do uh, when I first started selling my signage like neon signs i was Mm -hmm. i had on etsy i had a certain number of designs um you know some arrows and like a sign that says office and um one that was really popular was a, a a pool sign um that i i copied the design from uh an old sign in arizona that someone has stolen and it makes me so mad Oh man, that's uh, those are my favorite signs. Um, a lot of people bought that one for their, like their pool houses and stuff. But sure, they were those were made to order um, because I didn't I didn't have stock. I can't, it was just too expensive to have it in stock, so it was you know right. you order it and I will get it, and then that way they could also customize it if they want. Uh, like a no vacancy signs was really popular, um, <laughs> and I would do those you know with real neon. And so those were kind of my first products, but like I wasn't mass producing them. I think the first thing I really did production on was the furter burners, my little oh, right. mini wiener drills. Um, but I had I had someone else doing uh, the uh, the the production on the metal parts, uh, you know, plasma cutting those, um, right? You know 42 fab was uh you know i i you know connected with him and uh and he was shipping me the parts but then i was i was doing some of the customs like i was doing there was an expensive version and there was a cheap version that was a diy that you cut apart and weld together right uh and then the other version the the uh where did i call it i can't even think i remember now um the fancy version which kind of, it good like tab and slot, you can flat pack it in it. So I was making this, the fancy walnut skewers and things for that, uh, but that still wasn't, you know, full production. So I think this, this is my, my first thing that I've done is complete, uh, you know, factory production on in my shop, um, taking all the different, tools and things that I've got out here and and really putting them to work. Uh, And it's been, yeah, it's been a learning experience. That's, that's why I did a second video because I did one video on, uh, I, and I, I don't think I explained what they are. It's, I, I got these uh, uh, it it, it was a project that I dug up from 10 years ago um, that I never got right. And then for some reason it just, popped into my head again, Uh, I got this uh, this laser engraver from from Thunder Laser, Laser Cutter, one of these big guys. And uh, I started thinking of projects that I could do with it, and that popped into my head. And it just happened to be exactly 10 years that month that I abandoned it. Uh, I had dug up all these uh, these patents of um, toy ray guns like you know the real sci-fi 1950s. These are like 1950s patents on these really cool-looking ray guns, and I, I relayed them out and cleaned them up. Uh, the, the illustrations from them because they're, they're design patents, and um, I, I laser etched them into. Uh, I started with I started painting them myself. It's aluminum painted black and then etching away the paint. So you get the bright aluminum coming through and, uh, you know, mount those to wood. And then I've got like an acrylic cover and, you know, these stainless steel standoffs and things. So I did a whole video on that and those sold better than I thought they would. Uh, they kind of yeah. took off and, and I never know. I, you never know how, you know, how something's going to connect with people. Um, like the fermer burners did, they did okay. Uh, I, you know, I had to, you know, refill my stock three or four times, but eventually that really tapered off. Um, and so I didn't know what to expect with these, but a bunch of people ordered them and I'm like, oh, I have to do like a real production run on these now and come up with a way to really streamline it. And yeah. so that was another, it was enough to make a another whole video just on how to do that so you know like batching things out trying to figure out how to you know adhere the aluminum to the to the wood more efficiently so that i don't you know i don't cut out the final shapes first uh instead i you know glue up bigger pieces and then run those through you got to figure out how to do that right see everything is you know you have to have one edge to square off of and you know uh, yeah it, it became a whole a whole for little details that you may not think of you got to make sure it come out right so that they're all consistent yeah and then how to drill you know hundreds and hundreds of holes um, <laughs> yeah, the, the X car challenge. for that yeah so oh, that's cool
0: that's great and I'm, I'm curious about the Made those the giant. Uh, I guess they're block prints, right? That you made the multicolor prints of the different. Uh, there's a couple of photographs you converted into a.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Some of my yeah my photos of because uh, I still I still do it. I haven't done it in a while. I need to go out and shoot some more. Uh, I shoot a lot of those old motel signs, liquor store signs, really interesting ones. Um, a lot of which because I, I was, I've been doing that for I guess close to 20 years now. And a lot of the ones that I've shot, um, I've driven back through those towns and they're gone. Right. Uh, so they only exist in photos now. Uh, but I, w- I took those and I'd like break them down to six different colors. And then uh, I would, I'd separate the colors out and do, uh, you know, engrave that into a piece of plywood. My ch- The challenge to myself was, can I get a, you know, multicolor print? Out of one sheet of three-quarter inch plywood, right? So I would engrave the first color, and then I—I I was using spray paint. I would douse in spray paint, and then, you know, press the paper onto it, and then completely—I do a few of those, and then resurface the plywood. So it's gone now, and then yeah. I'd do the next <laughs> layer, uh, which was something I loved about it was uh, if I do another run of that same image, it's it's still going to be different from the first one because right. you get the grain of the wood and sometimes parts of it chip out you know that didn't chip out before and and it's it's you get this you know wonderful texture in the paint once it's pressed on the on the paper and i'm going to be doing some more of those i've got to get back to that uh, so I, i'm already thinking about like like christmas stuff i've got to prepare get a bunch of get a bunch of these ray gun things ready and, and do some, some block prints and things. And, yeah. Smart. And little miniatures um, of the, of the, of the Baker sign and stuff.
0: Right. That'd be cool. <laughs> Everybody can use one of those.
1: Yeah. I meant to do that. That was, that was something that, it, was, it was, Jimmy's idea. Uh, it was like, it was the morning that I was leaving after I'd finished the sign. And he said, you know what you should do? You should make little acrylic versions of this. People would love those. And I'm like, that's that's great yeah he's like yeah laser cut those out like that's a great idea i don't have a laser cutter oh right (laughs) yeah so i came back and a couple of months later i started talking to thunder laser because they're based here in texas oh perfect i was like hey you guys want to work together and i can do some videos um you know i've been working on i was going to do i was going to do these uh these ray guns real quick and then do the the acrylic maker signs but after I did that second video, I got even more orders than I did after the first video. It just, I'm, I'm absolutely amazed. And I, it's, you know, Hey, thank you to everybody who's ordered one because, um, uh, yeah, it's been fantastic. So I still haven't gotten to those, the little signs. Uh, so hopefully some people would still be interested in them. So I,
0: I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely I, a, uh, you know, just, it's a, it's a, you know, beautiful sign um you know the topic oh, obviously is <laughs> um you know totally relevant to yeah, i think you know your audience so i think should do well yeah
1: i'd, I'd kind of yeah i kind of love it if it becomes kind of a kind of an icon in the community of you know welcoming people to you know I'd like everybody to have like you know one on the front of their shop right know, to welcome everybody exactly. in and um yeah so uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll do maybe we'll, i can get jimmy to do a video and and we'll hang the sign up and, you know, that'll, that'll prompt, you know, now that it's officially installed, um, yeah. that, that I can, you know, do those little mm-hmm. signs. All right. You got a project it's all, a. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's in his, he, he built a, uh, a stand for it. Cause for some of the weathering I had to do, it had, I had to stand it up. Because uh, yeah. you get you know like weather streaks and things, which you can't do with it laying down because then it doesn't look right. The drips go the wrong way. Yeah, the trick Yeah, it looks weird. Um, so he he built a just like out of some scrap metal. This you know he engineered a way because it's not a it's not it's a it's an odd shape and it's very very tall and we had to put it on wheels and he just built this whole base with a thing that would screw into the side of the sign and. Yeah, it's it's crazy, and it's just on that. It's he's wheeled it around his around his shop. So right, it's uh yeah, we got to get it out of his shop and hung up. It should look For it sure. should look really great, you know, with the neon on out there and stuff.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be amazing. All the um, other landscaping stuff he's done, he's gonna get you know, maker UFOs like landing in his shop from a. Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> I was see, I was hoping from just far away. <laughs> I w- yeah I was hoping his uh, his TV show would get another season uh, and then we could have yeah. got it up on the front of the shop for the uh, for the TV show that would be cool oh
0: well, you never know maybe something like that will happen but you're gonna have to make at least one acrylic version of that uh you know before he hangs up the sign so that you'll be able to have a video <laughs> to go along with that and feel it
1: yeah so I got it these
0: are available. <laughs>
1: yeah 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 i gotta yeah it's a whole thing I, I had to sit down at waffle house the other morning and like work out which sponsors i've got which videos i owe people and what i can get done in the next two months before i leave right which is i guess not even what is this is this the 10th this is the, it's 10th. the 10th okay so yeah. like exactly two months right uh minus the two days it'll take me to get there
0: No. yeah well i think it starts on the 6th so you might oh, is it on the sixth. lose a week yeah. Oh, hold on. Yeah, it's
1: earlier. T- yeah, it's yeah, earlier this
0: year. Yeah, because Columbus Day is early this year. Hold on, I'm checking. Yeah, it's the, the same.
1: Here. It's the same weekend because they brought back uh, Maker Fair. Is it New York or is it Bay Area? Uh,
0: it's a There's a New York one. It's in Coney Island, and over a year ago, they started talking about it. And I, I saw on Twitter, I followed the Coney Island Maker Fair because I'm like, this is cool. Maker Fair in New York that I can go to. And I told them, I said, whatever you do, don't put it, make it Columbus Day weekend. And I told them this like a long time ago. Yeah. And then when they announced it, I'm like, you did it wrong. Yeah. It, it really it's won't matter. Two, obviously, yeah, there's two 8 million weekends. people to go to it. Yeah. Oh, is it two weekends?
1: Yeah, they're doing, yeah, they're splitting into two weekends. Oh, Cool. Yeah, that'll
0: be yeah, maybe some people get to go to it then. But I mean there's 8 million people who can go to it who aren't going to Maker Camp. Is so. that
1: is that that same one? Cuz I, I don't know what it is. Um, it
0: was it was well, there's they're doing one in Bay San Francisco too. Yeah. They're doing a Bay Area one. So I think
1: one. that's the one. Okay, that's the one that split into two weekends that I think,
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. No, yeah, that that's makes in sense, September, I think. Otherwise. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, it's yeah, the yeah. yeah, the 6th through the 9th is uh Maker Camp. Well, that's yeah, okay. Friday to Monday.
1: So. yeah and i think i'm gonna be i think i'm gonna be staying in jimmy's graveyard house oh yeah really? You're so hopefully it'll have <laughs> hopefully it'll have some walls by then
0: oh all right well, uh, best yeah. of work with that oh that's really yeah. interesting because he, now he has two houses um he's gonna have so many like he's gonna to need to get a
1: like a manager I think he's, to I manage think he's all his putting, guests yeah i think he's gonna be putting a few people in there so i think we're gonna have some cots and yeah. We're just all going to be in one big room or something.
0: Right. That'll be interesting. Well, that's it'd be better than the Weldon house.
1: Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> for what I hear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nope.
1: But, uh,
0: awesome. Uh, I definitely look forward to, uh, hanging up the sign and getting to see you in, uh, not too many weeks at maker camp.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Anybody who's listening, look it up and, and, and head out there. It's going to be, uh, be fun. I get to actually like, you know, participate in camp this year. So yeah,
0: that'll be cool. Though so, yeah, that'll be that'll be definitely a lot of fun. You get to you know, it's I did um, you know, presentation with block printing last year, so I didn't get to participate in as much of it as but um it's still that's still a fun way to participate cuz you get to meet so many new people who, you know, are interested in trying out something new. So, it's a lot yeah. of fun.
1: Yeah, I got to figure out something to do maybe next year. Cause sure, yeah, it's, if you give me too much, see too much time in my hands, and I, I, I get it. I don't know. I, I know there's plenty out there to do, but All right. at, at some point, I gotta like, you know, do something myself. I don't know. Sure.
0: All right. Well, we're accepting volunteers to work in the printing tent. So if you get bored, you can come over and.
1: <laughs> oh, Okay.
0: <laughs> so
1: I can yeah. I can team up with uh, with Shaper and do. Uh, you know, do something out of my plywood, do plywood. Yeah,
0: we were actually trying to get make that happen last year and we were just like so busy that we didn't get to it. But someone was going to do that, like go print, get some plywood and... Oh, no, actually that's not true. Um, Fernando did do that. They had a shaper, uh, like a contest, I think, um, uh, for people to carve something with a shaper and he made something and he did print it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. It didn't come out exactly I think as, you know... As you wanted. But again, trying to do that outdoors on a weekend. <laughs>
1: yeah. And, no, uh, I didn't see that.
0: So, yeah, yeah. Um, so that will be, yeah, definitely something to try. And we talked about doing, and I don't know if this is going to end up happening, doing like steamroller printing where you make a giant, you get a sheet, whole sheet of plywood and carve it and then get a giant piece of paper oh, and roll over it with a.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Roller. An actual steamroller. Yeah. There you go. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. It's been done in a bunch of different places. They do it in Boston, Chicago. I've seen them oh. do this. So it'll be interesting to see if that happens. Uh, logistically, it's uh, complicated, so.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, maybe, I have no idea what's next, going on this year. Yeah.
0: If it doesn't happen this year, maybe next year. So it's, uh, always we're always trying to make it, you know, a little bit bigger than last time.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: for sure. Cool. Well, I want to thank the, you for hanging out with me today. Where can people check out your work?
1: Um. WesleyTreat.com. That's a good place to start. Or WTreat.com. That'll take you there because a surprising number of people misspell my name. Oh, wow. There's not a right. T in my first name. There's no T in my first name.
0: I've never heard oh. anyone called that except the guy from Princess Bride. So, yeah, Princess um- <laughs> Bride.
1: I think that's where a lot of people get it. But yeah, yeah, a surprising number of people put a T in my, or they leave out the second E, which is odd. Huh.
0: Interesting. All right. Yeah. Well, anyway, so, so I'll spell yeah, it correctly in the show notes. Out. Yeah. And, um, you can, I'm sure they can find your Instagram and your YouTube channel from there. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And I just want to take a moment to thank, uh, the patrons who helped this, uh, make the show happen. Uh, my top tier patrons are Matt from Artigiano Serio, Ed Johns, Sean John Beckner, and Brian Callahan. Uh, If you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash making problems to solve. If you can't support the show that way, you can always leave a review or share it with a friend. You can get updates on the show on Instagram at making problems to solve. And you can see what I'm working on at Dave Bauer art.
1: Thanks a lot for talking to me today. Yeah, thank you for having me.